from the Nipty Recording Studio, high above Eagle Street. Welcome. Today we're going to be discussing informants, the basis for taking someone into custody. And as we mentioned last time, this goes hand in hand with our discussion on the fellow officer rule. The term informant in this context refers to any individual who supplies the police with information upon which they rely to take a person into custody. It is not limited to a confidential informant, but rather includes everyone from an anonymous telephone caller to a fellow law enforcement officer. New York has long followed the holdings in the Aguilar-Spinelli line of cases, which require the people to demonstrate at a suppression hearing that the informant had both a basis of knowledge and that the informant was reliable. If the informant is a fellow law enforcement officer, the two-pronged test is easily met and is equally easy to present to the court at a suppression hearing. An identified civilian informant is presumed to be reliable. The law enforcement officer who spoke with this informant will be able to testify as to his or her identity as well as all the information that he or she supplied to the law enforcement officer and what was the informant's basis of knowledge. This basis of knowledge requirement is on occasion omitted from the presentation by the ADA at the hearing, making the evidence insufficient to meet the Aguilar-Spinelli criteria. You will also need to call the officer who took the defendant into custody based on the informant's information. This is to assure the record correctly reflects that the law enforcement officer who took the defendant into custody had a specific enough description to justify the seizure of the defendant. If a civilian informant approaches an officer, supplies information of a crime and the person who committed it, and then disappears without leaving any personal identification information, you will still be in a position to meet the Aguilar-Spinelli requirements. Initially, the officer will be able to testify to the physical appearance, tone of voice, and hopefully that the informant was conducting him or herself in an appropriate manner considering the circumstances, and that she or he appeared to be of sound mind and not under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Additionally, you will have testimony that the description given by the informant was confirmed by the officer who approached the defendant, plus any other details the informant provided to the officer that were confirmed by the officer before taking the defendant into custody. Anonymous tips are the most difficult source of information since there is no way for the law enforcement officer to personally judge the informant. In such cases, you will need to demonstrate the amount of detail and accuracy in the information supplied in that call, as well as any additional questionable conduct by the defendant that the law enforcement officers observed while investigating the anonymous call. When dealing with confidential informants, the law enforcement officer may have previous experience with this person, which gives both the law enforcement officer and the court a basis for relying on this confidential informant. If you need to keep the informant's identity a secret, you will need to request that the court conduct a Darden hearing where neither the defendant nor the defense attorney is present and the court determines the reliability of the confidential informant. A person who has been arrested, often a co-defendant, can serve also as an informant. It is important to remember that while this person would certainly be in a position to have great amount of detail about the event, he or she may have a motive to blame someone other than him or herself. The more incriminating the person is of themselves during their statement, the more reliable their statement will be. 
In these cases, the independent observation and corroboration of the information supplied by the officers can also be very important. In presenting evidence at hearings where the reliability of an informant is being tested, you should never attempt to supply the needed evidence with fewer witnesses than are really needed. While hearsay is permitted to establish material points, it is often difficult enough for a law enforcement officer to remember what he or she did without also trying to remember what other law enforcement officers told him or her that they had done. In most cases, you should call the officer who spoke with the informant and the officer who took the defendant into custody. For case law authority, voluminous case examples, and a more thorough discussion of the issues, please see the memos on informants and the fellow officer rule. As always, our thanks to our producer, Jonathan Crispy Jalupo Crispino. Good luck and stay ready, my friends.